Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Movies and Rants. I am your host for today, Darren Chiu, and with me, you know him. You yeah. might love him. I'm not sure. It's Mr. Tan Sahau. <laughs> Hello, that is my name indeed. The long-awaited movie episode of Movies and Rants. Right. Is it is it long anticipated? I don't know, but yeah. So let's just dive right into it. Uh, the Batman. So for those of you who haven't watched the Ma- the Batman, go watch it. You know, s- save <laughs> save this episode into your playlist, and then once you've watched it, come back and listen to us. And for those of you who have watched the movie, thanks for joining us. So or yeah, I mean like what before we get into spoiler territory, like maybe maybe you want to say a few words about or like your thoughts on the I don't know on the movie, so that people who are trying to watch it and maybe they don't want to walk in as a complete okay i mean yeah sure so okay let's start off this way a quick non-spoiler review of the batman i'm basically just going to read off what i wrote for instagram uh, last (laughs) night okay so uh yeah if you haven't watched the movie and you want to know something about what the batman is about uh here's what i thought about it after and we both watched the movie last night, so it's still quite fresh in our yep. minds. To be honest, this movie isn't for everyone. If you go in expecting a typical Marvel movie filled with feel-good comedy and CGI heavy action scenes, you're going to be disappointed. The Batman is incredibly methodical, dark, and much more of a slow burn than I anticipated. This is the most realistic Batman we've ever seen on screen, and it's the truest adaptation to date. The Batman's tense and creepy atmosphere is reminiscent of movies like Seven and Zodiac. This is very much not a superhero movie. It's a serial killer movie with Batman as the detective. Yes, so that's what I thought. I mean, do you have any non-spoilery thoughts you want to tell people who haven't watched the movie yet? I guess just to expound on what you just mentioned, I doubt that people who have watched the trailer or have seen any of the marketing surrounding the movie would necessarily be expecting a Marvel-esque movie in the first place. So, yes, I guess I'll just yeah. say, yeah. I guess, I guess, I guess yeah. Mm-hmm. No, no, go, go on, go on. <laughs> I guess I'll just say that, for me at least, the movie lived up to the hype. I wasn't like, super hyped about it, like, whoa, I have to watch this movie, like, or I'll die. I was relatively excited to see a new Batman movie, and I think this is, like, one of the first standalone Batman movies in a long time, right? Uh, well, I, I guess there might yeah, be Yeah, since, uh, since 2013, I think, since 2012. Yeah. Since 2012, so, yeah. As, as someone who's, I mean, my, one of, Batman's one of my favorite superheroes, right? And I think it's the same for a lot of other people. Although I'm not like a fanatic, I don't know like, you know, all, all those weird trivia about Batman or like his, his third toe's name or whatever. <laughs> that kind of, not, not to that level of like comic book like nerdism, but definitely Batman in all his appearances in media, well, most of them have uh, always had this sense of excitement in me. Right. So what and, do you think of the movie? Uh, so what did you think of the yeah. movie? Yeah. I think, well, first of all, I think it lives up to the hype at least. And I saw, you know, the trailers and everything. It's like, oh, okay. This this is like 
a different take on Batman for to be sure. Like even from the start when I saw the promo material, it's like this is unlike any other Batman which we have seen on the big screen. Yeah. In a way, this yeah, this is the truest adaptation of the Batman comics I think we've ever had in movie right. form. I, I, well, I would like to pick, pick that apart a little bit more as we go okay, on. Okay, okay. But, but to do yeah. that, we'll have to get into spoilers. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, but yeah, but I'll just say that it shows a different side of Batman which hasn't really been explored. And, I th- and personally, some of it didn't land as well as it did uh, as I, you know, would have liked, but a lot of it still did like resonate with me, and I was very fascinated and excited to see that side of Batman. Right, and I guess we can, yeah, get get into which of the parts we, we like and yeah. don't like. So, so yeah, so basically, uh, it's a fantastic movie. Don't don't go in expecting a Marvel movie. It's also a three-hour movie, so make sure you pee before you before you yeah. go in. That's very important. I was holding it, you you know, like oh I, really? I, after, yeah, I, I wasn't hour, holding it. I, I was I I drank. I was so I was very you know. Uh, you were rationing. Yeah, I was very deliberate with how many sips of water I yeah. took it, uh, while while I watched the movie. So yeah. so yeah, I I was I wasn't holding it. In. <laughs> I wasn't holding it. But, in. Well, but if anything, I guess it speaks to the. The suspense of the movie and the, how riveting it was because kind of like after the first hour I was like man I really need to take a piss I, I, I regret one, one third of the way in <laughs> yeah exactly but but the movie was so intense and I was really so engaged that I kind of put it in the background it just became background noise to me <laughs> yeah, your pee, your pee became the background noise to the movie <laughs> yeah. to the cinematic experience of the Batman exactly, exactly. I, I was able to my brain was able to suppress the physical need to use the toilet because of the Batman. So I guess that's the highest compliment which I can give it. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, go watch it and come back once you've watched it because right now we are going to get into the spoiler, spoiler review. So, so how? Spoilers. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about it. Right, right. I think first of all, we can, let's talk about... Uh, Robert Pattinson. What do you think of him as Batman? I was... Okay. I know a lot of people were skeptical about Robin Not Pattinson. me. Not me. Right, right. But, I mean, I've heard some anecdotal you know, conversation about, you know, yeah. this is the dude from Twilight, blah, 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 you know, the, the usual steel, that kind of thing. Right. Of course, he's, he's definitely progressed past that point in his career. You know, so... I, I, for one, didn't really have any preconceptions about um, his ability to fulfill the role as Batman. Right. And I think overall he did a very solid job of portraying that kind of Batman. The kind of Batman which I think the film set out to portray. Right, yeah. I The very broody kind of Batman. I, you know, yes, like, I would say the the... the I would say the term you're looking for to describe this Batman is emo. He's emo. He's <laughs> I, super I like moody. he's I super moody. like you know two thousand eight kind of like super emo, <laughs> emo Batman. Yeah. And 
yeah. emotionally scarred. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I mean, never I never had uh, any doubts that Robert Pattinson would be a good Batman because I think he is a very good actor. I mean, since, yeah, sure, you know, people only know him from, you know, the Twilight movies, but he's done so many movies since then where, you know, whether it's like The Lighthouse or uh, what's the... Uh, was it Tenet? Yeah, he did Tenet. He, he, he did like a Safi Brother movie called Good Times, I think. And uh, he was in The King, I think last year, two years ago on Netflix with Timothy Chalamet. So yeah, a lot of, you know, well-known directors like have been looking to work with him because he is, mm-hmm. he has proven himself outside of the Twilight movies. And mm-hmm. so I never had any doubts that he would be a good Batman. And uh, yeah, I think he was really, really good in the role. Right. Because... But I think if anything... Yeah. Maybe maybe one valid thought is, can Robert Pattinson really portray the physicality of Batman? You know? Oh, I I think I think you know watching this movie, there's no doubt, there's no doubt he pulled off the physicality. I mean, in the movie he looked big. Maybe it was the armor. I don't know, but he looked <laughs> I think really it's the armor, big. To be honest, I, yeah. I, yeah, maybe it was partly the armor, but but he, more than anything, I think he pulled off the tone of this Batman, like. I think this is the first Batman we've seen on screen that is really truly tortured, a uh, a uh, uh, crazy psychotic, mm. almost almost kind of psychotic, right? He's in a way he's not a hero, obsessed, and he I doesn't think. yeah he doesn't see himself. Mm. And he's obsessed, right? He's obsessed with you know he uh, doing this thing, and he's a very young Batman. It's only his second year being Batman, so in a way he's also a very lost Batman because he's. He's, you know, he's not like, um, he's not like Kristen Bale's Batman, you know, who, 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 like, oh yeah, I've been training 10 years with, you know, ninjas, uh, and, and, you know, I come back and, and, you know, I'm, I'm learning to, and I'm learning to be Batman and I have a clear purpose of what I'm doing. Or, you know, he's not, uh, Ben Affleck's Batman who's, you know, been Batman for like 40 years and he's, it's, dis- <laughs> and, and he's like old and disgruntled and, you know, he's, you know he he doesn't care anymore but Mm -hmm. in a way this is the you know he's he's in a way he's almost lost his purpose i would say i think that's fair to say this batman but maybe not lost his purpose but he has i mean he's i would say he's obsessed he's obsessed over his current purpose which has yes and but he doesn't know he doesn't know how effective it is right which is yeah, he, yeah. he wants to save Gotham but yeah. he's also in a way he's very lost because you know like, like they, they mentioned very early on in the movie that you know mm-hmm. the crime rate is at an all time high you know like uh, and and even in the, in the begin, beginning monologue you hear him questioning whether you know he really is having an impact on, mm-hmm. the, on, the, on the city of Gotham that he's trying to protect yeah. so to be honest you know. when, I, when I first heard like the, the monologue part I don't know about you, but I always appreciate it when uh, a movie is able to do like, you know, show, don't tell. Right. So, uh, so when the monologue was going on for quite some time, I, uh, I had to think to myself like, is this, is this really the best way to like, take us in? I think let's start off with the uh, po- good parts first. I think, I think we do have, we, we each do have our next, uh, you know mm-hmm. but, preferences yeah preferences but also we do have the negative points of the movie that I think we can talk about first so I think let's cover the good points first which uh, 
what are the good points okay. you have besides you know Robert Pattinson? Right, I think okay, not of course this is not um something inherent to Robert Pattinson, but rather how his Batman is portrayed for this for this movie and, and this universe. But I like the much raw, more raw feel of this Batman compared mm, to yeah. the others. You can you can tell like this dude is just like like things he's kind of just put together this suit of armor for like sporting goods or whatever you know or and strapped a rocket at the back of a car <laughs> and now he's like a vigilante and in fact there are many scenes where he doesn't operate solely as just the batman right he he puts on like a hood and then like he goes around right right oh so right, how right. Uh, can also you check how, your mic, can you check I, think, your mic? Uh, I don't know whether it's loose but your voice sounds very different yeah, I think I think my connection dropped. Oh, okay, it's back. It's back. Right. I'm not sure where you lost me, but no, no, yeah, no. I I heard everything you said. It just sounded very different. But okay, continue, yeah, continue. Okay, okay. Yeah. So I just think that it's like wow. I I thought to myself, wow, this is a lot more realistic in in that sense or raw in that sense, like very practical. You right. Know? Not so. Needs, I I yeah. think yes. This is like I said in my Instagram review. This is the most realistic Batman we've ever had. And it's even more realistic than Christopher Nolan's uh, version of Batman, right? Which, in a way, was already very realistic. But mm-hmm. that also had a very... Even even do, those three movies, right? That Batman trilogy, they still had a fantastical elements to it. You know, whether it's Bane, which, you know, of being like a cult of all like, you know, especially in the third movie where Batman uh, he recovers from a broken back right. and climbs up from a hole or even the hole, uh, the, 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 I mean, it knew, in a way it knew it was a comic book movie and it still portrayed itself as a comic book movie. Though, I mean, those three movies, sorry, they still portray mm-hmm. themselves as comic book movies, but this movie, it, I mean, it, if it wasn't Batman, right, this wouldn't be a comic book movie. It would be a noir psychological thriller, yeah, like Seven. You know? And and like and I think one what I realized about this movie is that there are no there aren't any hero shots. And what I mean by that is that you know, superhero movies they always have the hero shots where, you know, the camera pauses and it takes a moment to you know, at for, for the audience to admire the hero or like clap and like cheer and you know, some, you know, some, there's mm-hmm. always a shot like that. Even in the Christopher Nolan movies, right? There are like at cool moments where they go, look how cool Batman is riding his, you know, motorcycle, you know, right. flipping a truck or... Lighting a bridge on fire. Right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there aren't any moments like this in this movie. It's so well, realistic it's- that, yeah, there aren't, there aren't any hero shots. Like, and I think Batman as a character, he... At no point in the movie does the, at no point in the movie does you know the director Matt Reeves does he show us, does he go okay and pause? Look how cool Batman is. In a way, Batman right, is right. portrayed as like some psycho lunatic, l- l- you know loner loser who, who you know mm. has hasn't social doesn't have a social life social life. He doesn't know how to socialize with anybody, and yeah. and in a way that that is very. It's it's very I think it's a very true portrayal of mm-hmm. if someone in real life 
lost their parents and they decided, you know what, I'm going to be, learn martial arts, I'm going to learn how to fight and I'm going to go up, grow up and wear a bad costume and beat up bad guys at night. <laughs> and I think this is the most realistic portrayal of that that we've ever seen. Right. I guess they do skip a few parts about how... I mean, it, of course, it's already a three-hour-long movie and I don't think that and there were any parts which were really wasted, so I guess they would struggle to put in any more insight as to how he became the Batman. Yeah. So I guess they did. Yeah, uh, I mean, I mean, they did. They did drop so. a few hints. I think. I think they did imply that uh, Alfred trained him because Alfred used to be in the army. I think or like the Secret right. Service. The CPS yeah, Secret Service. And uh, and and then throughout the like throughout the whole movie, you still see him learning to be Batman, right? He's still tinkering with the car. He's still learning the gadgets. Like even when he, the first time he was he he got into, he, before he jumped off the tower, you could see that he was actually scared yeah, of the right, height. That's true, that's you know, true. like yeah, he's yeah, like, oh, yeah. I've I've got this jumpsuit on, but I you know I yeah. I, I don't know whether it's gonna work, <laughs> but I don't, got no choice. And yeah. and even the suit is very practical, right? Like the way the suit functions, like he it's some he he can actually take the suit off and keep it in the backpack and drive around right right around yeah, the city yeah. and put it on when he needs it the the grapple like you cut shoots out from his, his, uh, underneath underneath his wrist i guess yeah. uh, you got the boots you got the uh, even even the symbol on the chest is like useful as yeah, a batarang very tactical yeah the the contact lenses uh, everything and uh, it's it's very realistic it's very military-esque mm-hmm. very practical the boots right. it, it's it's much more i wouldn't say it's the most it's the best looking batman suit we've had but yeah. i do think it is the most realistic portrayal of a real life batman suit we've ever had right true yeah. true like i do want to say that even though there's no like you know you mentioned that there are no quote-unquote hero shots in the movie I, I do think that the movie does a pretty good job of showing or portraying the the symbol that Batman represents. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I but, mean, the visual storytelling, like the cinematography in this movie is amazing. Like, even, even the VFX, it's not noticeable. I, there are, yeah. you know, there are no, at no point in this movie that I think, well, that, that looks like green screen. That looks like, yeah. you know, that looks CGI. Nowhere, it, there's nothing in this movie that pulls you out of the movie that makes you think that CGI, and that is a testament of how good the CGI is. When you can't even tell it's there, oh, you don't even think about it. That's that's the yeah, best I kind of CGI. It is. It. Yeah, was there CGI? Do you know? Yeah, that I mean, I mean, yeah, that there was CGI. They just, you know, that the. They wove it into the movie. Yeah, so. Robert Pattinson wasn't, you know, f- actually soaring through the city, <laughs> city at night, right? Oh, he, that ruins my emotion. <laughs> he, he, the, he wasn't actually driving a Batmobile, like crashing through trucks and and burning, you know, burning trucks and 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 all that. You know, that's that. Obviously, there was CGI there, but in the moment, you don't think about it. Right. Yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe it's because it was so dark, you know. Right? It's it's very dark. Yeah, you can't see but, anything, right? So even if it is CGI, <laughs> you, can't you can't tell. Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I mean, yeah, it definitely says something that we, I for one, for sure, was not thinking about. Like, oh, this is CGI or whatever. Like, it didn't even cross my mind at any point. So, I guess that's a testament to how well 
shot mm. or how well made yeah. the visuals are. How about how about the rest of the cast or the rest of the characters? Like Penguin, right. Catwoman, Riddler, you know. <laughs> what, for, what me, you, yeah. for me personally, definitely the Riddler is one, at least for me, it was one of the ones which really left a strong impression on me. Mm. I thought that the, I just thought this character, I mean, my my benchmark for Riddler on the big screen now is Jim Carrey, right? So, You're right, yeah. <laughs> Not much so of a comparison. They, exactly. So I guess it's also the, the stark contrast between this portrayal of the Riddler. Like, it's just a complete 180 on what the mind or the and the mannerisms of a, of a madman slash serial killer. And I think that portrayal was was really striking to me yeah so i personally really enjoyed that yeah and the uh, way he breaks down as well like <laughs> this is it's pretty i don't know i i thought i thought it had a strong impression on yeah me. i i mean i've always liked i mean the guy the actor who plays the riddler paul dano uh paul mm-hmm. dano i've really liked him i've always really liked him and i've always thought he was a really good actor and man he is so chilling in this movie I mean, and you barely, and you don't see his face 90% of the time. Yeah. But when you do see his face and you see how normal it is, it's even yeah, yeah, scarier. So. It's even it's scarier like he, than with the mask. Yeah. yeah. That I, the way he looks, right, it's, it's so sinister but innocent. Yeah, exactly. He looks, you, you can tell there's something wrong with him just by his face. And, <laughs> and, I went, and even though he's, you know, he doesn't look like a gangster. He doesn't look, he doesn't look crazy. He just looks, you know, wide-eyed, like, like a glass-eyed, it like you said, baby-faced, innocent. But man, yeah. man, you you see that face and you go, man, this this guy's a killer. Yeah, this guy's I'm a not, killer. Yeah, I'm not gonna talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> Stay away from this guy. Yeah. I I mean, yeah, like, but I think it's a testament to how good of a riddle of a villain the Riddler is that ninety percent of the movie, he's bad. He's not physically on screen most of the time yeah, he's not physically mm. in the scene most of the, in most of the movie and even with Batman 90% of the conversations are through the screen or through mm. some sort of you know like phone screen or, or audio or you know some sort of writing I think there's only one scene in the movie where they actually share the scene together which yeah. is when Batman visits him in the prison but otherwise I think that goes to show how good of a villain he is that he left such yeah. a big impression even though and, he didn't do that much. Yeah, and and I guess even outside of the character, I just, I think, like you said, this is like very methodical, right? I think the the plot, as in not just the plot of the movie, but the plot of the Riddler, like his plan, I think was very entertaining to watch in, in terms of how it's engineered like yeah how especially i don't know the first the first thing which really pulled me in is that that first mystery when when the mayor gets murdered right and then the way it's all set up i actually thought it was very clever like the the riddles and the clues that which uh, the, the thumb print thumb drive the yeah, thumb drive yeah. even the first riddle like what what is a liar do when, when he dies like, whoa he lies still yeah and then I mean there's 
ciphers and everything. Which, yeah. I mean, we can gloss over the details yeah. there, but I, I think it was quite well designed and yeah. engineered. Which, which I think also sp- also um, speaks to what when I said this movie isn't a typical Marvel movie. It's, I I don't mean in general. Yeah, you know the big loud action, lots of fun, lots of explosion. I mean even in even in comparison to previous Batman movies, like even the Christopher mm-hmm. Nolan movies. I would still call those superhero movies because you're still following a superhero. Right. Right. And it's still all about, oh, Batman versus the Joker, Batman versus Rage Al Ghul, Batman versus Bane. In this, it's, it's not really Batman versus the Riddler. It's very much a detective story, right? It's yeah, a, it's a yeah. detective story uh, like, like Seven featuring a, psych, a psychological... A uh, serial killer in this case the Riddler and Batman is the detective trying to solve the case trying to find him and trying to figure out why the Riddler mm-hmm. is doing all this which is the big mystery of the whole movie and right. I think it's also why there's very little action I, mm. I, I mean not very little but it's the action scenes are interspersed throughout the movie yeah. you know sprinkle try to be very like once in a while you get an action scene like the car chase scene which I thought was really good but yeah yeah but 70% of the movie I would say is is dialogue I think I would, I would go further I think like 80 to 90% probably <laughs> but, but I will say that those short bursts of action were quite um, I mean I thought they were quite nice and it gave me it gave me those vibes of I don't know about you but like I played one of the Arkham like series games, oh, yeah. Like where you like just straight up just go to town on these guys. I feel like the way that he like beats up these gangs of people, and and I think other than the car chase scene, right? Like all almost all the action scenes are Batman versus generic group of like thugs, right? Kind of. Yeah, so yeah. The I mean, there's that- a scene where he fights like the 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 gang, like right in the very beginning, like the the yeah, yeah. The, the, the face paint gang, and then yeah. there's a scene where he escapes the the cops, and uh, yeah. I, I and, and then- uh, when he goes through the club, he's like beating up some a few guys, yes, yes. and and at the very end where he's beating up the the Riddler gang. Yeah. So it's like it's always Batman versus like a kind of group of people, and I feel like the way that he like maneuvers around the group and like. Takes them out. I I got like you know those vibes from it, like the way that Batman goes around and just yeah the, the Ar- from the Arkham gamer yeah and, yeah, yeah uh, and and it's very again very brutal very yes. visceral the way he takes them out uh very realistic also very realistic there's, there's it's it's not like you know Batman goes in and he takes out and he, and he takes out like twenty guys like on his own yeah. right he he yeah he's not you see Batman get hurt in this movie. He still, he still, the, the suit protects him and he still, you know, gets hit. He still gets shot at. He still gets injured. He still makes mistakes. Right. You know, even when, when he's chasing Penguin down in the Batmobile, you can see he's still, still struggling to catch Penguin. And, yeah. and you see, that's the thing. You don't, he, it's not effortless. He still struggles. The whole movie, he struggles uh, mm-hmm. to, 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 yeah, whether it's like fighting against a gang or you know uh, talking to the riddles or even solving the riddles he's this Batman is young and he struggles and I, I loved it I just loved, loved right. it all 
I also think, you know, one thing which stood out to me was one uh, preconceived flaw which I had thought of before coming to movies, there's a scene in the trailer where Batman just slowly, it looks like he slowly saunters down this like dark corridor towards the camera for two guys have automatic rifles and, and they're just shooting him, but they're only shooting his torso. Yes. And his, and his jaw is just fully exposed like they're not even trying to shoot the one vulnerable spot on him. Before I went to the movie, I thought, man, that, that, that feels a little bit stupid. Like, come on, like, <laughs> they could at least try to shoot him in the face, right? But when that scene actually plays out, maybe maybe they made it more snappy or more, like, like bam, 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 I guess more impactful. Like, they, it, it didn't seem like he was actually just sauntering down the hallway. Yeah, I, I, the I think it's just the way, the, I think it's just the way the trailer was cut. Yeah. Because the, when the, you watch the whole scene in its entirety, it's Batman... I mean the lights are off Batman is literally yeah, yeah, yeah. like beating them up he's, he's flowing through them you know breaking bones yeah, uh, yeah. disarming them and the, you know all the guys I mean it makes sense for them to just they can't see it they just yes, shoot yes. it yeah so yeah yeah now, so when I watched the movie I was like yeah actually that that fight was actually really cool even though it was maybe like only I don't know 30 seconds of action but the way that they it, it's very visceral because there's no light at all, right? The only the only time you see Batman is when there are muzzle flashes. So the way that he like still takes, it's, it's takes very cinematic, down. you know. It's yeah, very yeah, cinematic. Yeah. I think yeah, that's the word. It was really cool. Yeah, it was, guess, cool. It, it was cool. But but I again, it wasn't like a moment where it wasn't emphasized, right? I think that's the point. Yeah, I said, yeah. It's, it's not a moment. It's not like. You know, when the Avengers team up for the first time in the first Avengers movie and you get that big, you know, 360 shot where like surrounding them is all prepared to get into battle. It's, right. There aren't any shot like, it's just shots a like thing this. That it's, it's just, yeah, it's just a shot that happens where we think, damn, that looks pretty cool, but it's not purposefully portraying itself to be cool. Yeah. yeah. It's stylish. It's stylish. I would say mm-hmm. it's, it's, I would say consider it less cool and more stylish. Mm. Right. I guess it fits in with the whole tone of the movie, the way that they portray the fashion. It's not overtly flashy, but it it has, yeah, like you said, some serious star points going into that shot. I, I feel. Yeah. Uh, all right, so... But, but going back to... I mean, we were talking about the cast, right? And then we took a few tangents. Yes, yes. I okay. talked about the Riddler. But were there any other standouts for you? I thought Zoe Kravitz as the Catwoman was really good. You know, she, she mm. she's... I mean, her character very much mirrors the Batman, right? They're both, in a way, they're both orphans, scarred by their childhood, in a way, trying to trying to uh, uh, what they're doing now, or like uh, where where they find themselves at at this point in their lives. They're trying to, uh, I don't know, uh, take back some of that childhood mm-hmm. that they've lost, and. But but I think I don't know the, if Batman's the, taking back his childhood with what he's doing now. <laughs> I, I mean, he's taking revenge for his childhood. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the I think the the difference between their characters and I mean her character and Batman's character is she yes she and yet she also had a very tragic childhood, but she mm. has a very clear uh out, how do I say this she. She very clearly knows who she is. She has a very clear sense of her own identity, which in right. this case I think Batman doesn't. Right, the whole movie, 
Batman isn't sure what he is. Is he? That's true. You know, is he uh, a, some guy who just goes around beating people at night? Uh, what what's his purpose? And he and he struggles with that. But in a way, Catwoman doesn't. She she knows who she is. She's and she's very right. and 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 it's expressed through through the way she acts. Right, her confidence. But I also think. But I also think it's complete. Like the reason why, I guess Catwoman is much more sure of who she is is because her vision for herself is is much less grand than what Bruce Wayne has. Right, like he has the weight of his quote unquote family legacy to. I mean, which he is kind of spinning off into his own version of. Right, and his past is also so much more complicated than. I yeah. mean, they're both tragic past. Yeah, I, I mean, past even, I guess you could say there's a parallel between the, uh, Batman and the Riddler as well, right? Where they're, again, they're both orphans. I think the movie emphasizes yeah. this as well, where Batman and Riddler are both orphans. You know, they both had very traumatic pasts, but the mm-hmm. way, I suppose the environment they were in as well, uh, you know, showcased like how the, the different paths they took. Like Batman, they, they both decided on revenge. Riddler decided yeah. on revenge on the whole city. Batman decided on revenge on the criminals who were destroying the city in an effort to save the city. And mm-hmm. you know, it goes to show, you know, that where both characters in a way, both characters are actually very similar to each other. It's just the ideology that that, you know, separates them. Right. It's like the it's like the horseshoe theory, right? You know, two ends of the spectrum. Oh no, okay, maybe that's that's not the right parallel, but yeah, like they they both are cut from like the same pattern just like totally if they went in totally different directions and yeah 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 um other characters i thought i thought colin farrell was amazing as a penguin i tell you if you didn't know this was colin farrell going to the movie and you watched the movie Uh, and you came out of the movie you still wouldn't know it's colin farrell as the penguin because yeah i do i i mean the the level of Makeup transformation. Yeah, the transformation. I mean, what makeup can do? Modern makeup can do, right? Transforming someone like Colin Farrell into the Penguin, unbelievable, unbelievable. Uh, I mean, he he's not in the movie for a lot, but but scenes where he is, he he steals the scenes. I think, uh, and mm. and surprisingly, uh, John Turturro as, uh, Carmine Falcone. I thought was su- su- one of the standout characters for me because he wasn't really in any of the marketing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, and yeah. and you know, I and he, to be honest, he doesn't really have. He has a significant role in the movie, but he doesn't have a yes. big role in the movie. Uh, and but man, John Turturro as Carmen Falcon, he's so sleazy, he's so creepy, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's uh. I thought I thought he played the character so well, and for those of you who don't know who John Turturro is, you probably know him from two movies. You either know him as uh, I think oh, what was his character's name? Uh, Jesus. I think his his name was Jesus uh, from The Big Lebowski, or you know him as the guy who got peed on by a transformer in Michael Bay's Transformers movie, <laughs> right? That that's who he is. So. You imagine that character, and now he's in this movie, and man, he he's is crime lord. Yeah, he's so good. Like every time he was on screen, 
and I, I, I felt like I needed to shower, you know. I was just like, oh, man, <laughs> this guy, he's he, yeah, yeah, I feel yeah. so dirty being around him. Just, just being in the, just watching him in the room makes me feel so dirty. I feel like I needed a shower. Mm. Yeah. yeah, he really had like the confidence of a, I, I don't know, the, the weird, icky charisma. Yeah, oily, a, right? You feel a, oily. You feel, you feel like he's very oily. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. There's someone. There's someone who has a better way of words who, who will be able to express this train of thought and impression in in a better way. But yes, for lack of a better word, oily will suffice. Sleazy, you know this. Uh, yeah. Very very dirty. Uh. Okay, I mean, we've talked a lot about uh, the good. I mean, okay, other, other good points I want to bring out. The score, I thought mm-hmm. the score was amazing. I thought they they overplayed it, overused it a bit in the beginning, where I felt that they kept repeating the same score over and over. Uh, mm-hmm. just just the very beginning, the very first, the you know, uh, where where you know where all the villains, where the bad signals in the light, and all, and we see the montage of all the villains committing crimes, and they go, "Oh crap, it's the bad signal." And then I think just that that scene, they kind of it it overstayed its welcome mm. just a bit, you know. It overstayed its welcome just a bit, but otherwise, I thought the score was fantastic. Uh, right. The plot, like you like you mentioned earlier, I think the plot was very very well constructed, methodical. You know, you were with Batman the whole time trying to uncover this mystery. Mm-hmm. And I I guess the point the story in general right where it says uncover the truth, and it's not just the truth about what Riddler's revealing. It's the truth about Batman's legacy, like his whole, in a way mm-hmm. it 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 shatters his whole purpose and identity, right? It it and revealing the truth about the city as well, and the people within it. There's, you know, what Riddler the whole plot, whole the whole of Riddler's scheme in a way I think uncovered different kinds of truths right right let's just say and i I would say that the movie is uh of course it's a batman movie right but as much as it is a batman movie it's also like a a gotham movie yeah the the city the city itself is is almost like a character in the movie right i guess yeah i guess you could put it that way but yeah it's, it's it tells the tale of like the world that that these guys live in you know it's a, it's a shithole, you know. There's crime everywhere, and the lengths that some people will, will go to either protect it or just dismantle it. Yeah. Okay. So so we we've raved on and on about the positives of this movie. So yeah, you you mm. mentioned. Let's go into the negatives. You mentioned one just now. Uh, what, uh, did what, ca- what, what was it? I don't even remember. <laughs> I I I, I didn't say it because I thought you remembered because I don't remember either. <laughs> uh. Well, okay. I I would say that. One. All oh, right. You um, you said the 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 monologue, the monologue. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. I get. I get that it's you know true to uh how a comic book reads. Right. You mentioned at one point. I think maybe no. I I mentioned it last night to you. I mentioned it last yeah, night yeah, to you. Yeah, where yeah, yeah. uh I said the whole movie is is it's all it's it's like a comic book come to life. Including you know when you read a comic book and you and you yeah. and you know it's. You see the words from Batman's. You see, you read Batman's thoughts on the page, mm-hmm. and in a way, they translate. I mean, obviously, you can't see Batman's thoughts on the on the screen, yeah, right? Yeah. So they translated it to uh, uh, 
a monologue, uh, a voiceover yeah. in his head. It, and and it bookends the the beginning of the movie, and it bookends mm-hmm. the movie at the front and the back. Yeah. Well, I don't think there was anything terrible about how that was done. I guess for me, I always like it when when. But again, I can't. I don't know if there's a really good alternative to that. Like how how do you portray what Batman's thinking rather? Outside of just like a simple monologue, right? I guess that's the most direct way. And I understand that, you know, if you read the protagonist's thoughts on a, on a comic book, that that format works perfectly well, you know, in that medium. But when it comes to a movie, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily say that that is like a good way to go about it just because that's how a comic book will do it. Right? No, no, I, 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 to be honest, I, I'll, for all my words about yes, you know, like the monologue is a you know adaptation yeah. of a comic book onto the, into the big screen. I agree with you that I think the monologue was quite. I I wouldn't say weak. It it wasn't for me. It 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 was right. Oh uh, uh, not. It came off to be honest. The monologues in the beginning and the end, they came off quite. Age Lord, right? It's a right, right, like right. a emo fifteen year old kid. Yeah, yeah. A uh, guy who he's he's who who thinks himself very he's very edgy, and something he would probably type on. Yeah. On on, uh, I mean, on, on his Facebook status. Or, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, I I have no doubt that you know. Okay, this is this is what that Batman is thinking, and I can totally like vibe with that. But like. <laughs> Whether that was the right way to show it to the audience, hmm, I don't know. Right. When, when, I mean, when, when Batman goes like, oh yes, I'm a nocturnal animal. Yeah, uh, I turn into a nocturnal animal. I need to push myself. I need to force myself to remember what happened last night, you know, to keep to keep me sharp or whatever, that kind of and thing. Yeah, yeah. I right. mean, I know that I, I do like what they tried, especially the ending. I, I suppose we'll touch on the ending later when we talk about more mm-hmm. negatives. But... You know the ending monologue where Batman is saying, "Oh yes, I I can't, you know, be a a source of vengeance anymore. I can't, you know, it's I need people, you know, revenge. Revenge doesn't heal. Revenge doesn't heal mm-hmm. my wounds, and it doesn't heal the wounds of the people living in the city. You know, they need something yeah. stronger. They need hope. And I was like, that's a bit." <laughs> You know, it's it's just pretentious. Quite, I don't know. Uh, not pretentious. Quite cringy. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's quite cringy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but for me, right? I don't know, but when Batman like talks to other people, I could, I can totally buy with that. You know, like the way he gives very trite answers to people and like. Yeah. Kind of like very broody. Yeah. Oh no no! I that, I I I I think Batman's dialogue was really good because he yeah. didn't say much. Right, but but when he talks to the audience, that's when he gets like totally. Yes, like, yes. Like, when he <laughs> talks to the audience, then you go. Yeah. But when he when yeah. he's, he's talking to, <laughs> to the when he, the character is talking on screen, totally fine. I loved yeah, it. Yeah. You know, because I I suppose even though he's on screen so much. Batman or like Robert Pattinson doesn't really have a lot of dialogue in the movie. He, he other characters talk a lot. He doesn't really talk a lot. He, he mm-hmm. I I suppose it's it's also a testimony to how good Robert Pattinson's 
acting is, right? Where he tells so much in just by looking or, or his right. face. He, he, I, I mean, yeah, obviously he acts with his face. But, you know, for, for example, you know, in the funeral scene, or like as Batman when he's walking through the crime scene in the beginning and he just mm-hmm. stares at the, at, the, at the little boy. And then again yeah. at the funeral when he's again Robert, uh, as Bruce Wayne, but then again he looks at Little Boy. You can tell so much from his face. You can tell what he's thinking. I, you know what he's thinking. You're thinking of like the, the night where yeah. he, you know, his family, his parents got killed. And you know he's thinking that. But they don't show it. And you know it yeah. because that's, that's how good of a, an actor Robert Pattinson is, I guess. Right. I, yeah, and I guess that only further drives the point like you know if he could imbue that level of like thought and emotion by by not saying anything at all like could there have been a better way to go about it other than the monologue you know but i guess for what it's worth like i said it's it's not like a terrible decision i think it certainly didn't ruin the movie for me but i definitely like picked up on it like hmm, I, i i remember thinking to myself is this monologue necessary or I don't know I guess I'm still not decided yeah. whether it was necessary or not but for, for me it's just there you know yeah completely agree completely agree alright so um, I spoke about the ending I touched on the ending mm-hmm. scene just now right, I right. think we both agree that the ending the third act is probably the weakest part of the movie yeah yes yes and I, I say this because uh, the Riddler got caught in the end, you know, and obviously, you know, he's he's a mastermind, you know, getting caught yeah. like all movie masterminds, getting caught is part of the plan, and he want and so obviously the Riddler had something else up his sleeve, and I get what Matt Reeves was trying to do, um, with the third act symbolically, you know, what the Riddler mm, was yeah, the Riddler yeah, yeah. was trying to destroy Gotham, wash away the sins of the city to so that it could be reborn again and uh you know uh uh and all that mm-hmm. baptized yeah you know baptize the city uh what uh clean, cleanse the city soul and 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 you know uh so that the whole city can be get re- you know begin anew uh mm-hmm. you know but it just felt it just felt very different compared to the rest of the movie. It felt yeah. like the first two acts, like I said the first two acts didn't feel like a superhero movie. They felt like a crime noir th- psychological thriller where you're trying to solve the case with Batman, trying to hunt down the killer, and the killer and the killer finally gets caught. But then wait, the killer says, "Ah, but I have final twist." Yeah, and and uh, I just I don't know I just don't know whether that was the best way to execute that twist where you know the I I think also because it's not foreshadowed in mm-hmm. no way does the movie foreshadow the events or, or in no way does the movie foreshadow that the reader was planning to blow up the 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 harbor the I suppose the dams. And flood mm-hmm. the city. The seawall. Yeah, the yeah. seawall. To blow up the seawall and flood the city and uh, trap the, the inhabitants of the city 
uh, in I guess the stadium and yeah. and then employ his five hundred followers to to go to the you know to the, to hide in the in the in the ceiling Catwalk. of the stadium yeah. and 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 sh- and shoot and and shoot the citizens of Gotham. It just felt very convoluted right. and and it it to me it very much felt I get what they were trying to do again I get what they were trying to do symbolically, but it felt very much like a. Like uh oh, it's still a, a superhero movie. We still got to yeah. have a big third act CGI fest. Yeah, yeah. You know, there's something big like cataclysmic happens, and and you know the 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 hero has to come in and save the day, and it mm-hmm. just felt very different. Well, for me, yeah, I think well, one, it's an excuse to bring in some more action where, where like you mentioned it was a bit starved of action you know I guess except say for a few um, bursts of action like this this was kind of like an excuse to put a cap on, on the story so to speak with some with some action which you may or may not think is necessary I thought the the scene where he like beats up all these like four riddlers was quite cool but I totally agree with the fact that in terms of the story like it, it was definitely a bit jarring to, to go from the riddler getting caught to this happening yeah I, I mean it, it it felt very separate because the whole point I mean the whole motive of riddler killing all these politicians and cops is because he thought that I mean, he felt betrayed, right, about the the renewal mm-hmm. project and and all these people who, uh, were supposed and this project that was supposed to you know uh, uh, give a new life give a new life for him and and you know the other orphans was mm-hmm. was abused by by these people and corrupted by these people and so and he felt wronged by that and he felt you know he felt that it was a lie a system of lies and that's why he mm-hmm. killed all of them and uh, revealed the truth to the city and then out of nowhere he goes you know what might as well just destroy the kill rest of yeah, might as well just kill yeah. everybody else <laughs> might as well just destroy the rest of the city yeah yeah I was about to man- I was going to mention that as one of my negatives as well because like I totally get it was totally consistent up until you know but, well, I don't know so much about killing Bruce Wayne, to be honest. Like, is he really the bad guy here? Well, anyway, it's it's clear that this guy is obviously a little bit mentally unbalanced. Okay, not a little bit, completely mentally unbalanced. So I I always thought to myself, am I missing something? Is there a reason why he needs to kill the supposedly best chance at Gotham actually being, having a new lease, you know, of... of uh, in terms of the governance, right? Because this yeah, the this mayor, like, the new mayor, yeah, the, yeah. the new mayor. Like they, they didn't do anything to imply that this mayor was like yeah, a bad I, cookie. I right? thought for a moment, right? I thought the mayor was going to turn out to be corrupted as well. Yeah, and and but no, she was just good. She, 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 yeah, she was just there. she was just a and, normal yeah. <laughs> mayor with good intentions, trying to fix the city. And Rita goes, no. I'm gonna gun you down, you know, I'm gonna flood the city. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I think the mo yeah, the motive there was a bit 
lacking for me like in terms of but I don't know. I I kind of just mentally chalk it up to okay, he's he's insane. He just he's spiteful, he just doesn't want anyone I mean maybe he wants everyone to know what how the kind of suffering that he and his kin have been through, that kind of thing. So I, I, I did find yeah. it uh I don't know whether it was intention or not, but I did find it very hilarious when Riddler was thanking all his followers for for <laughs> for giving him all these tips uh, on you know, how to, how to create bombs and and which firearms to use and and thanking them for watching his sh- his live streams, man, I I don't know maybe maybe it's it's is it a commentary on on you know yeah, like, I, I think so I I think so, but for to uh, me that was very much like a like a parallel to how things in real life could actually turn out because these things are rarely. I mean, no, I don't think one person usually, you know, festers in their own mind and then goes out to do these crazy things, right? There, there's usually an echo chamber and, and it becomes a like, feedback loop which drives these people over the edge to, to take yeah. actions as drastic as... Riddler's live switch channel is... It's like the Wall Street bets of the Batman universe, you know, where a group of people feel wronged enough that they go you know what we're gonna take it to the man and yeah. by this time they actually do kill them uh. they, they, yeah. <laughs> I mean one of them one of them was deranged enough to to take the first step and kill the mayor and then I guess maybe that emboldened the rest of them to think that and, and he became an icon for them right in a way so yeah I mean but yeah, yeah the dynamics of how these things work <laughs> is maybe best reserved to another another topic right right but but yeah i i just i i don't know whether it was intentionally hilarious but man that was i thought man this is this is peak right. comedy right here <laughs> it's peak really? comedy I, I didn't i didn't i didn't think it was outright funny i, I mean i thought it was entertaining to see oh, that yeah but... yeah yeah I, it's not funny it's not funny as in the sense that it's ha 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 this is so funny it's just uh, it 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 felt like an inside joke, right? It felt yeah. like a, a, a for an entire movie which I think barely had any jokes. Like everybody is super serious, which again very realistic. You know, like a, a string mm-hmm. of murders are going around. Um, you know, n- nobody's gonna start joking, like nobody's gonna start throwing out one liners. Which I do think even the Christopher Nolan Batman movies were quite guilty of that. Like even though they did try to portray themselves as you know very serious, very realistic. It was right. the script was still quite guilty of, you know, throwing out one-liners and quips and and you know try mm. giving iconic lines. You know, like, uh, but like even when when Batman's fighting thugs, you know, he always has he always has to have a comeback line, right? He always has to. <laughs> true, true. And true. and in this movie, no, he doesn't say anything. He just beats them up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, even <laughs> I, I guess one one scene which I think about in terms of the comedy is when when he. Just socks it to to Commissioner Gordon, right? And then, and then he mentions that I was pulling my punch actually, right, right. That's yeah. one. And then the second one is probably when they just leave Penguin high and dry after this high octane car chase, and then they, they decide he's more or less just a dead end. <laughs> yeah, <They're> like, yeah. <laughs> see you, man. See you. Just gonna leave. Yeah. So it's it's very much, I guess, not as not as overt as uh, the the Nolan trilogies. 
as, as you mentioned. Yeah, definitely not Which as overt as the Marvel yeah. movies, but uh, <laughs> for sure, yeah. yeah. Uh, what what other? I would say there is another scene that I thought was. I would say this was actually the worst scene of the whole movie, and okay. it's the. Uh, one of the last scenes of the movie, which was, uh, Riddler, uh, meeting Joker in the in the movie, uh, in the in right. the in jail. Sorry, in jail. I don't know what it was. I just it just felt so unnecessary. It felt so. I think yeah. It. I feel expensive. Uh, yeah, it felt so for a movie that's so. Uh, in fact, if there are no other, if they didn't make any more Robert Pattinson Batman movies. I would be totally fine because this movie felt so standalone, so uh, singular mm-hmm. in its purpose that you know it 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 felt complete. I feel you know I do, I don't feel like I need another movie with with Robert Pattinson's right. Batman, but and that whole scene with the Joker, yeah, you know, it just felt forced it felt, it felt it felt totally completely totally different compared to the rest of the movie yeah like i agree i i, I think the way that riddler breaks down that that part was kind of entertaining to watch and yeah i thought i thought that was really good i thought that was really yeah. good but then but then when they shoehorn in i, I totally understand like the the movie could have totally stood on its own without that scene and probably from a from like a pure value standpoint, it should it shouldn't have been there, but I I also understand that the commercial value of of that scene being there. I I mean you know, I feel like don't put it into the movie. I guess if if it had been in an end credit scene, you know, or like mid credits or after credit scene, I would have been like, mm-hmm, uh, sure, you know, like whatever, you know, but. The fact that so, it was yeah, one of the last true. scenes in the movie, I I don't know. Yeah, it just yeah. felt kind of put a damper on yeah. the whole. It's it's like the yeah, whole the whole movie is building up towards this finale, and then you get to the finale, and you you get the emotional, you know, investment. You get emotional payoff, and you know, bad, like you know, even though it's very uh, uh, I don't know, under nose with the way Robert Pattinson says, "Yes, you know, I need to be hope, you know, for for the city. Yeah. You know, I can't be, I can't just." you know, uh, act of revenge. It, and you build all that and then you suddenly go with, oh, look, here's the Rizzler, here's the Joker in jail. Woo. Oh, yeah, yeah, you know what's coming up next, right? And yeah, it just, yeah. It just felt, it just felt very off. True. Well, I guess if I was a producer investing into the Batman reboot, yeah, I, mean, I, I mean, come on, there's, we don't, it's the first movie, you know, we don't need, you know, we don't need the they, Joker already, it, just because no, Batman's... It's, it's, called uh, a com- it's called a commitment strategy, you know, they put it in there, and now it has to happen, you know, it's, it's like a, it's like a Chekhov's gun, but, or like, to force themselves to make more sequels, you know. It's just, I don't know, I, I mean, you didn't need to put it in there to, you, you know... If you wanted to introduce Joker in the next movie, I'd be like, fine, you know, just make, just why, why, you know, why do that? It just, it, it felt like, you know, you, the movie finally ends and you go like, oh, wait, it's not, it, it's not the end, you know, there's still more to come. And, mm-hmm. and like the whole movie has already ended and, and it's like just this one part. I don't know. It just felt, yeah. felt wrong. It felt wrong for that scene to be in the movie. 
I I understand. Yeah, I think we came to. Uh, I think we we uh, we can agree on on that scene. Not should it shouldn't have been there. Maybe it should have been a post credit or something, if anything at all. But but I mean, we both understand why that that scene was there. Yeah, I understand. I just I just don't agree with it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So yeah, final thoughts on the movie. Go go watch it. It's um for me it was I mean. <laughs> at this point uh, maybe that's not the advice I should give because you've already listened to uh, <laughs> a multitude of spoilers but um, yeah I thought it was an extremely engaging riveting experience even though um, I had I you know, after the movie it, it all all my mental triggers were telling me to like, use the toilet like after the movie but yeah I this movie was, is three hours long and I still feel like I want to watch it again in the cinemas. Oh. Well, I, don't I don't know whether I will, can... but I, 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 my body wants to. My body <laughs> wants to watch this movie again in the cinemas. You have a physiological need for, for Batinson. Huh? Yeah. And, and, maybe, I, and I want to watch it with a big audience. I, I, because, right, I mean, right. yeah, the, the, the cinema we went to, uh, not that many people. And I want, I want to feel the tension well, in the movie you know, it's on a wednesday night yeah i mean i mean it is opening night though but but yeah it it, it it's a uh, it you know it's not uh, attract it tracks a different crowd you know it's this isn't like spider-man no way home where you know yeah yeah uh it's it's like to me it's a different experience right where mm-hmm. i want to watch spider-man no way home with a with the crowd so i can every you know, fan service moment. I can hear the crowd right. cheer the and whoa, yeah. And then this kind yeah. of movie, I want to watch it with the crowd so I can feel the tension in the crowd. I want to feel everybody tense up and feel people gasp when right. you know. And and this movie is quite brutal. Feel this collective yeah, just just a warning. Uh, I mean, you probably already like Sir House said. You probably already know this since you already listened all the way to the end. But man, this this movie is brutal. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. it's brutal. It's, it's a guy's head explodes. <laughs> yeah, a guy's head explodes. Yeah, I mean you don't. I I guess you see it, but you don't really see it explode. But yeah, but yeah. there's some dark stuff in it, right? Yeah. Like the the guy with his the the mayor with his t- head completely taped up. The the what the DA not the DA the uh, the, the ex police yeah the ex police commissioner like with the rat rat cage over him man that's. That's, yeah. that's that's pretty messed up. Indeed. All right. So awesome. yeah, thanks. So yeah, that's our thoughts on the Batman. Did you watch it? You probably did. So what do you what do you think about it? Let us know. Uh, messages on Instagram. Where so how where can people find you? At e on Instagram, and you can find me at r a r d e w c h e n. And yeah, what do you think about it? Let us know. Thanks for listening. This podcast is already, this episode is already an hour long. So yeah, yeah. good job. <laughs> good. If whoever you are to that one, one person who made it to the end, good job. Awesome. Uh, thanks. Thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks. And see you guys next week. Bye. Catch you around.